Welcome to the Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness Podcast. If you like went through and mapped out your entire week that you were awake of like what you're doing um, and wrote it in like one hour blocks or something like you will be very surprised at how not busy you are. You just you just become busy with like stupid stuff. Each week we sit down to bring you practical, actionable health and fitness information and help you sit through all the noise. Like commitment is so underrated. Like if you want anything, if you want any anything in life, any progress whatsoever, like you just gotta commit to it. Like that's just that's the fact. We hope you enjoy this week's episode of Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness with Ryan and Tyler. What is up, everyone? Episode 90. 90. 90 episodes. What a run. You know, what a run we're on. And, and dare I say, the, the best days for the uh, Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness are, are ahead of us. Oh, yeah. Uh, just, just growing more people this week. DJ, Jenna, you know, talking about the pod. Marla, you know, we were talking about her getting her question answered last week. So... I did. I did eat a little bit uh, for saying the Catanic people don't like fun since nobody gave us any questions. <laughs> and I'll take that. I stand by what I said. The next time I uh, ask for some questions for the pod, we'll see if uh, I'm proven proven wrong. But uh, in the in the meantime, I, I stand by my statement. Uh, I feel like I tagged more than enough people that should have generated more than two questions, and uh, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Fair What's enough. new with you, man? Got the got a fresh cut here. It's uh, no hat again. I mean, what are we, what are we up to? How's the house? How's life? Uh, house is going good. House is going good. Making some progress and so forth. Uh, getting things actually cleaned up. Hopefully, working on the the home gym room again this weekend. Make more progress on that, so I can actually start setting some stuff up. Uh, squat rack, all that stuff, and then I can actually, you know, get the barbell. Man and stuff there let's but. just let's just let everybody know that the home gym somehow took some convincing i mean you i don't know how you saw that room and weren't immediately like this is a palace I, of i i thought about pump. it like i did i then when i i thought about it you know when when i first bought the house but then i was like ah it's gonna be easier storage like then i'm not gonna have to climb up into the attic all the time to get crap things like that so i was like yeah i'm gonna just do that and then after you came over and looked at it my brothers came out and they were helping me with like with some projects there and both of them were just like oh this would be great for a home gym and i was like well i guess (laughs) i guess it's gonna be a home gym then I mean, so, I don't know if I should be offended that my opinion wasn't enough and that it needed to be validated by the, the brothers, but regardless, we got nope. it done. And by the way, we got to nope, talk nope. about this off, off the record. Every, everybody's soft about Top Golf tomorrow. We got nobody. Is it just us? Uh, well, I haven't talked to Dom, so I would like to think he's, he's in. Uh, everybody else. 
got some real soft excuses, but that's, that's, you know, that's here nor there. Yeah. Here as, nor as there. they say. So, uh, episode 90, we appreciate everybody tuned in last week. We talked about plateaus. If you're actually, you know, hitting a plateau and, you know, if you are or aren't what your next step should be. We talked about hydration. We talked about sweating. It's an all around good episode. So we're back. Uh, hopefully you survived the snow. Hey, we got to get into this. My day was, my year was made last night. I got to get into that before we get started. So, you know, as we've talked about for the long time podcast listeners, I'm a little lazy with the snow removal. (laughs) (laughs) I got a gravel driveway that I don't love. And you drive a truck? Yeah. So, you know, whenever, so my driveway goes down alongside my house and then like my garage is around the back. So typically when I know we're going to get snow, I just kind of park at the top and you know, no snow, no snow falls where I park. And then I don't really worry about the rest. So I went out last Saturday, cleared off the remainder from like the big storm. Like I pulled the whole way down and whatever. Yeah. So th- this week I really didn't do anything. Um, yeah. I didn't know we were getting as much as we were going to get like Sunday, Monday. Yeah. Monday I was driving home late from, from Katanning, which is where I'm at now. So I just, I didn't really do much with it. I just been driving up and down on the four wheel over it, whatever. Yeah. Deal with it. Yeah, don't think about it. So last night at about six o'clock, my kid, I'm down in the basement working out. I come up, check on my kids every once in a while. They said people knocked on the door. Like they didn't ring the doorbell or I would have heard it, but they're like, oh, there's two people outside knock on the door. I'm like, all right, open up the door. These two kids said can we shovel for five dollars five dollars that's it five dollars dude i didn't even want it done i gave i was just like yeah and gave him 35 bucks i was like <laughs> i was like dude i was so happy that they like they, like it, i was so happy to have hope for the future that's amazing nobody's done that i've lived there for four years that's never happened and i live that's in a amazing. residential neighborhood with a ton of houses where you could clean up you can make hundreds you of can, dollars. Yeah, you can make storms. so much money, like 10 bucks for per driveway. It might take you 40 minutes or something. Like well, that. first of all, these kids obviously don't know the level of inflation we're dealing with right now to only be asking for five bucks. I mean, yeah, seriously. Back in the day, I was catching 20 a pop for not a very big job. So I'm, I'm yeah. saying they, five bucks. There was no way I, you know, they, they first of all, they got up, up to ask, but I was like, I almost want to just be like, don't even worry about shoveling it. Just here's some money because I, I respect the hustle. <laughs> I respect the fact that you actually showed up at my door. And I almost like, so what do you think about this move? I, so I, I gave him the money. You know, I, I didn't tell. I was just like, I just gave him, you know, the cash and wasn't like, I'm going to give you more than $5, but I should have just given him a full economics lesson or something. And, <laughs> and like, here's why you should ask for more than $5. But anyway, like, so what do you think about this move? I thought about after the fact, because I was in the middle of a workout, I slugged the can of C4 Starburst on the way home from picking my kids up from daycare and stuff. So I was feeling good. I almost thought about going out there and giving them one of these like, like movie type speeches where I was going to be like, you know, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I got, I got out there and I did this and you know, it's helped me help help me develop a work ethic and, and you guys are going to go places and keep doing it and keep hustling and i was going to give him one of those 
and then hope that one day this kid was like the president or something yeah. of, the, of the United States. And he was like, yeah, this one guy back in Plum, you know, I was, I was shoveling driveways and this guy told me, you know, just keep, just keep grinding, keep hustling. You're going to, you know, you're going to make something out of yourself. And, you know, here I stand today, the 68th president of the United States, you know, I thought about giving him one, but I didn't, but I, I thought it was, I thought it was warranted, man. I was blown away. That's funny. <laughs> I mean, you just don't, you just don't get that anymore, man. I, I mean, so it's, funny. If, I'm guessing because I gave them seven times what they were asking for that the next time we get snow, they're coming back. So I might. Yeah. Oh, they're for sure coming back. I might bring them in for some hot chocolate and be like, listen, boys. <laughs> whiteboard, like whiteboard on like, the kitchen. Yeah. I like what we're doing here. Let's keep it going. You know, I, I think we, I think we're leaving some value on the table though, man. I mean, we're talking <laughs> about shoveling a driveway and a sidewalk for $5. I mean, and a couple other things before we get into the topic i reloaded the, the bits folder here for the, um, fact, for, for the note though we are supposed to get snow tomorrow so they're, they'll be back though they're coming back i mean <laughs> i thought i mean dude i was just like there's there was no way i could just give them five dollars and be like probably get a lawsuit for like child labor only paying five dollars or some shit yeah but uh Couple couple other things that came up this week, and I feel like last week we dove right into it, so I don't feel bad about BSing here a little bit. But been getting a lot of pieces of mail from the IRS lately, dude, because of like the tax credit and like stimulus checks the last couple of years. Do you feel like they need to put something on the envelope from the IRS that lets you know as soon as you see it that like it's all good? Yes. You know what I mean? Because like they, they, every time you see, some... yeah, like it's like a heart attack when you see like, yeah, dude, it's, like that, it's like that feeling when you pat your pocket and your wallet's not in there and you're like, oh my God, where yeah. is it? And your heart drops. Like, yeah, they got to, they got to, if it's not like a, you're Just being put a thumbs up stamp next to, on it. Or let's do like a brightly colored envelope or something for the ones that are like not yeah, a big deal. Co- color coded like, system. Yeah. Give me something, man, where it's like, you're expecting to open this thing. They're like, you owe a hundred thousand dollars in back taxes. We're taking your house next week. If you don't pay us, like that's what you're expecting when you get, you see mail from the IRS. Oh yeah. And meanwhile, it's like the one was to, to like designate, Hey, here's how much of like the tax credit. Cause they had the whole tax credit thing. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. it's like, here's how much you got from that this year for your taxes. And then, so this one was about like $10 in interest or something like, I don't even know what this is, but anyway, like, you got to give me something on yeah, the outside context. to be like, hey, don't worry about it. Like, it's not bad. Because we were getting those from like, you you would get it like two months after a stimulus check. It was like, yeah, you yeah. got stimulus check. It's like, can't be, can't be freaking people out like that, man. Yeah. You got to come with something positive. Yeah. Like, No, I, I agree on that one. I agree on that yeah. one. Big time. Like, I'll tell you what I don't, I'll tell you what I don't agree with, though. As we've discussed on this show before, not a fan of Dr. Oz. <laughs> Did you know this scumbag is running for Senate in Pennsylvania? Wait, in PA? Yes, dude. What? I said I was watch I was watching the playoff football games over the weekend, and every commercial break was a doctor. I don't know if he's running for state senate or he's running to be like 
in like the Senate Senate, like to represent PA. But like, I saw this, this dude's commercial, like every single commercial break and just wanted to break my TV every time. We don't get political on this show, mainly because neither of us know shit. True. <laughs> but there is no way in hell we can let this motherfucker represent the great state of PA in any form or fashion, whether it is uh, in the state Senate or the, or the big Senate. I don't know which one he was running for, but I couldn't do of all people. That's I I didn't know that he was doing. I think I remember seeing something that he was like Dude, running. For not stuff. only that, not only that, he's not even like using his name. Yeah, like his commercials, it's like Doctor Oz for Senate, or it's like this message was approved by Doctor Oz. Like, dude's not even like that'd be like the Rock running for president and just referring to himself as the Rock. <laughs> like, vote for the Rock, the Rock for president. Like, <laughs> there's no way we can we can allow this to happen. Whoa, this is that's wild. Did you look it up? What is it? Is it state senator or is it like uh yeah to be a senator? I think it's for the PA Senate, which would go to like he would represent for like the Senate Senate. I think. So he would be a senator from PA, not a, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. A, not a state senator. Yeah, he would be a senator from PA. There's only two of those, huh? <laughs> there's there's a there's an is article. The, is that how that works? I don't know. There's an article from penlive.com and it said Dr. Oz for PA Senate. Really? Question mark. That's what I'm saying. What is and his name he, even? What is his name? Like, is I he going to be on the ballot as Dr. Oz? Probably not. Or is this like, what is this dude's name even? My, my favorite thing though is literally the first sentence. It is, it, it is, a, it is a joke that this man would come to Pennsylvania to run for an office. How does that even work? Does he live here then, or do you have to like be a resident or buy a house here or something? Like, I feel, is... Yeah, I feel like you have to be a resident. So, so like... I saw his commercials like fifteen times, and then whoever was running against them came in with one of those like low voice, like the truth about Doctor Oz. Yeah, he only purchased like, land in order for him to run for the office. I was like, why are you coming here? Stay. Yeah, why? Why get out, get out of here. Go back to LA, Good. man. Go go run in Iowa or something, you know? Get out of here. Yeah, don't. Get out of here. Wow, that's wild. So, I mean, I feel like whoever's running against them can probably put together some pretty damn good uh, smear campaign commercials, I would assume. Probably. So. Most likely. Well, that's our 90 episodes worth of political talk. Yeah, perfect. About all we got. So let's dive into today's episode, man. So... I put sure. a little thing out there last weekend. I was flipping through the old phone and uh, Rogue Fitness, big uh, big time equipment manufacturing company, uh, big time in the fitness world with you know gear and equipment and really big in CrossFit world and all that stuff. Put out a, a, a thing um, on their social media about a they do these different challenges. You know, I think. Um, I don't know if we ever attempted one. I think we tried one of the open workouts or whatever, but they, yeah. they've put out these different challenges. Like how long can you hang from dead hang from a bar? And Dude, that's tough. 
Yeah, that was that was a tough one. So like they just put out these different things and there's all these official rules that you got to follow if you actually want to like submit your score. But yeah, the one they had over the weekend, it was just the Rogue Echo Bike, which is their brand, their version of the big air bike. Happens to be the exact same one we have in Katanning, uh, which I'm staring at right now. Um, so it was a, a challenge to do uh, 50 calories. So calories is one of the main things it shows you on there as a function of like output, you know, so it's a little, it calculates it a little bit different on there versus if you like put your weight in on the treadmill and it tells you burn like a thousand calories in 10 minutes or whatever. So Mm -hmm. 50 calories is as fast as you can, um, was the challenge. So we put that out there over the weekend, just as like a, you know, cause a lot of times, especially with training clients during the week, their workouts are very structured. They know what they're going to do. And then, you know, we've definitely had some people that they still come in an extra time or two over the weekend and, you know, they don't really know uh, what to do or they don't really know where to go with it. So just put it out there as something, you know, quick ish, you know, uh, and tough and intense for people to try. Just, you know, I know people like a challenge. So um, a lot of people did it. A lot of people posted uh, pictures of their time that it, that it took them to do that. And then also into Monday, Tuesday and, and beyond, you know, we were, we were calling people out, uh, in here to get them on the bike, get them to try it. And a lot of people were humbled. Oh yeah. A lot of people were humbled. Uh, I take the road of just not doing it that way. I can, yeah, that's what I do. I can talk shit and, yeah, uh, <laughs> and, and not be a uh, victim. So yeah, uh, I didn't do it, but a lot of people, uh, struggling with that you know a lot of people taking i think dom still got the the best i don't know what travis ended up getting because he barfed but <laughs> he had a good time but dom i think was at 245 or something yeah 245 dj dj tried it again and got under three damn uh, a couple people in the fours five six seven whatever um but the common theme with all of them at least the ones i saw starting out gangbusters yeah coming in hot out of the gate and then just wall (laughs) just just (laughs) Just crashed right into a wall so we want to talk about why there is a scientific reason why um so you know we have fun on the show and you know we talk about whatever we talk about but there is some decent knowledge that comes out of this thing every once in a while so we do want to talk about why that's the case why that challenge is so difficult uh, and, and why some people were, you know, feeling like they just got out of a coal mine with their lungs, uh, for a few days after that thing. So yeah, want to dive into that, kind of use that to segue into, uh, talking about my zone heart rate, why we're doing that, the importance of, you know, knowing what you're doing with the heart rates, not just trying to get it as high as possible for as long as possible type of thing. So I feel like I'm dominating the combo here, but if you want to dive in on a little yeah. uh, anaerobic, that, aerobic type yeah. talk here. That's what, uh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So there's two different outputs essentially that the body's kind of going through with the heart rate. So we have our aerobic uh, output and then we have anaerobic output or thresholds or whatever you want to call them. It doesn't matter. Um, but there's two different ways that the body kind of functions through exercise, aerobic and anaerobic. Um, and aerobic is kind of, lower heart rate, longer duration of time, um, being able to maintain that, you know, for a while, um, you know, and then you have anaerobic, which is higher heart rate, 
uh, shorter duration of time, much higher intensity, um, things along those lines. So if we're looking at the different options or, or, or examples here, aerobic would be like going for a nice, you know, two, three mile run, very slow pace, nice and easy, keeping the heart rate low. Anaerobic would be uh, going through and running hundred meter sprints uh, with, you know, a minute rest in between, uh, you know, all out as fast as you can go, you know, over and over and over again. Um, so that's an easy example of like aerobic to anaerobic. And that kind of, you know, delves off into other facets, which we're going to dive into in talking about the spike. Yeah. So they're, they're energy systems. Yeah. That's, that's right? a better way to explain it. They're, they're energy systems, right? So aerobic and that lower heart rate, your fuel for that is oxygen. So aerobic is with the presence of oxygen, anaerobic is without the presence of oxygen. So in my understanding, I'm not a car guy, but it's kind of like a, it's kind of like being a hybrid car, right? So you run off electric or whatever it might be, you run off battery power until you hit a certain point where you need to go a certain mile per hour, you need to produce a certain amount of power. Now we got to kick in the gas tank a little bit, right? So maybe we can run on a low intensity on a, on an electric type thing for a long time. But then as soon as we get out on the highway and we got, we got to merge and we got to yeah. hit the, we got to, we got to hit the pedal. The- yeah. We got to put the pedal down then we got to kick it into the gas. All right. So it's kind of like that. So aerobic with oxygen, your heart rate's low. You're running off. You're just running off oxygen. You can do that for a very long time, provided you're somewhere where there's oxygen uh, yeah. that you can, you can take in, you can continue to do that. Uh, once you get into the anaerobic and you're no longer running off oxygen, you're running off a lot of different things in your body that you have a very short supply of. So that's why it's very hard to sustain that type of effort. So whenever we, whenever we tie it back into the, uh, rogue echo bike challenge, and if you're in the Catanning members group, I put up some pictures of, of some people's, uh, my zone readouts yeah. from their workout where you can see exactly where they attempted the the challenge because it is red, 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 uh, yeah. the whole way across. Kind of sounded like a, like a Blake Shelt song there for a second. Anyway, um, so that's what happens. So everybody starts out really hot, really aggressively. As you do that, your heart rate's creeping up. But aerobic, you can usually go up to about 80%. Uh, of your max heart rate is going to be considered aerobic. So that's kind of your threshold that Tyler was talking about. So people are able to sustain that for a little bit. Um, and then, you know, once, once you kind of cross over that 80%, you start getting up into the mid to high eighties, get into the nineties. Now we're no longer running off oxygen. We're running off that stuff that, you know, we have very short supply of in the body. And then that's when we hit that wall. Once that's used up, that's whenever people were stopping. That's whenever people were like barely moving or like just using their arms or something. Once that stuff goes, you're, you're on empty. Like you're, you're trying yeah. to produce, you're trying to produce a high power output on an empty tank. And it's yeah. just, it's not possible really. Like, so that's, um, and, and that's where like, you know, high level elite athletes that do, you know, maintain a high level of performance for a longer period of time is because they've, they've trained that way. So their heart rates are lower. So they don't get into those. They can produce more output at a lower heart rate so that they don't yeah. get into those higher, higher heart rates. So 
for something like the rogue bike challenge, you know, I know it beat up a lot of people and they were wondering why it, one, it was so difficult or why it made them feel like, like so bad is because of that. You were, you were, you know, the last, after the first 20 seconds, you know, you were pretty much on empty for the next three, four five minutes, just chugging along. And that's why your yeah. lungs were burning. That's why the heart was through the roof. That's why the muscles felt so much differently. Yeah. The you know, when you try other be. things, cause you're just, <laughs> just running on empty. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean like that's where like, um, you know, if you go run for the first time in 10 years, like that first run, you know, your heart rate's going to go up and, you know, and you're going to feel it. You're going to feel that your heart rate's up, but then, you know, as you keep running, you know, maybe you do your second, third, fourth, fifth run by, you know, your 10th run, you know, the same distance that you're going, your heart rate's not as high anymore. And it's because your body is slowly beginning to adapt to that aspect, which goes to one of the things that we've always talked about, which is like the body will adapt to what we ask it to do. So, like Ryan said, you know, these elite athletes are going through and training this way to be able to produce more, you know, with a lower heart rate because they're asking their body to do it. They're doing all the things to make that necessary. So like the more that you do stuff like this, the more that the heart rate will become kind of normal. But I remember like when we were training for the marathon and so forth, like you got into trying to work into a lower heart rate, you know, on the longer runs and so forth, because you were also prepping for the half Ironman and everything like that. And like plays a big difference in, in how you feel over the long term and, and just how you are able to continue to produce power, you know, through duration and so forth like that. So it's extremely helpful, um, you know, to understand these types of things because it matters in most workouts. Yeah. And what we want to do. So I also had this conversation on Monday. Um, we have a couple of six week challengers out here in Katanning that, think they're moving into like their second third week or something and other people have asked this question a million times with with the small group training or the team training because you know we do the full body thing and you do get your heart rate up you do get out of breath a lot of people have asked like not this question directly but more or less have asked like when does it get easier kind of like when when do i feel when will i feel like it's easier yeah and the answer that I always give is like, it's not the, it's not that we ever want to get to a point where you go through the workout and it felt easy. easy. It's that it takes more to make you feel that way. So maybe the first time you came, you did push-ups on the knees, you did box squats with no weight. You did 15 pound kettlebell deadlifts or something like you, you did a lot of very basic, not too heavy, not too crazy, but you were, your heart was cranked up. You were, you were dying, you were breathing heavy. So maybe, you know, we come back a couple months later and we're still breathing heavy. Our heart rate's still getting up there, but now we're doing push-ups on our toes. We're doing goblet squats with a 35 pound kettlebell and no box. We're deadlifting a 55 pound kettlebell. So we're doing, we're producing a lot more to get to that same heart rate or to get to that same uh, kind of feeling than, than we were at first. So that's really what progress should look like. Yeah. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be that like, I guess progress would be using the same weights and not getting as out of breath, but then you're not going to make any physical improvements. Yeah, like you're going to be like, Oh, this is easier, but it's not really making you 
get any better or move you towards your goal. So it's not that we want it to be like, oh, I can do all these workouts, no problem, because I'm in really good shape now. It should be, you should be constantly kind of pushing that. Yeah. So that it just takes more heavier weights, higher reps, more complex exercises or higher intensity, level, whatever it might be. Um, because of that heart rate stuff and because that, you know, your body can handle more without having to go across that threshold into the anaerobic and, and pull from some of those other energy sources. Yeah. I would, I would look at this in the sense of like, um, you know, that example of like, you know, the first time you come in, this is what you're doing versus, you know, six months from now, this is what you're doing. What you're essentially doing there is building up work capacity in the body. Like you're building up the ability to do more with less. Like that's really what it comes down to. And that's huge. I mean, being able to do more with less plays into everything in life. Uh, you know, being able to, if you go from a 15 pound kettlebell deadlift to a 55 pound kettlebell deadlift, I can almost guarantee you that you're not going to get as winded carrying the laundry basket up the steps, you know, or like whatever, you know, carrying your bags from your car, you know, into the airport, if you're traveling or to wherever the, whatever the hell you're doing, like, you're building capacity to be able to do these things for longer periods of time and not deal with the repercussions of feeling winded that, you know, those are the people that come in like, Oh, I always get winded when I walk up steps and then three months of training, they're like, Oh, I don't get winded walking up steps anymore. And half the time I'm carrying stuff now. Yeah. Cause you built work capacity and you no longer like, it's going to take so much more to actually get you winded. For sure. And kind of the other way to look at this, you know, with these energy systems is to understand, you know, we've said this before, and I think we say this in a lot of sessions. And you know, I think a lot of times it's in one ear out the other type of thing where the goal with my zone and the goal with monitoring your heart rate and workouts is not to get your heart rate as high as possible for as long as possible. No. That's not the goal. And, and that's why you get just as many MEPs from 80 to 89% as you do for 90 to 99 to not encourage that. So that, like people aren't trying to shoot for the nineties to get more points or whatever it is. So yeah. you, you, what you want to be able to use that for when you understand these systems of like, once you go above 80, you know, we'll, we'll call it 85% just to leave some room for some inaccuracy or whatever. So once you go above 85% of your heart rate and you start pulling from these other energy systems that are not very sustainable, they're, they're small supplies of energy. You got to understand that when you're, when you're in a workout. So especially if it's a small group workout where we're working on strength and muscle more so than cardio, if you're not taking time between sets between exercises to let your heart rate come back down when you go to do that next exercise especially with the strength exercise you're just not going to be able to produce the same level of output that you could at a lower heart rate so it's just yeah. like when you hit that wall on the bike once you get above 85 on that bike 85 percent, you got a very short window before that wall is coming same thing if you go into a set of 10 uh, dumbbell bench presses and your heart rates through the roof, you know, you gotta, you gotta either you're, you're going to do four or five reps and then you're going to hit a wall and not be able to complete the set, or you're going to have to use a lighter weight to be able to get all 10. Yeah. 
Whereas if you took a couple extra seconds and you let that heart rate come back down, we get back into the seventies or, or whatever, you know, we recover. Now we can use a heavier weight and be able to make it to all 10 reps because we can go back and, and, and pull from some of that oxygen and stuff. We're not, we're not tapping out those other energy stores uh, as quickly. So, yeah, you know, we, we try to do that. You know, if, if you're getting small group workouts done in, in 25, 30 minutes, that's, you know, it's not a cardio workout. That's not what we're going for. So keep that in mind, what you're leaving on the table. If you, if you do that, where you, you know, you are pushing the pace more than you're pushing the, the weight uh, when we're trying to build strength and try to build muscle, it's just an inefficient way to work out. Yeah. It's um, it's, it's not gonna, not gonna produce, it's gonna, it's better than doing nothing for sure, but it's not going to produce an optimal kind of outcome. And, and like I said, you're leaving some results on the table where you could be more efficiently building strength or building muscle, which in turn makes you more efficient at burning body fat when the time is right to be going with the higher heart rate and burning calories, burning yeah. body fat. Well, and we talked about this too, when we first brought my zone in, like we, we went into a full discussion kind of talking about, you know, what you should be looking for with the heart rates, you know, through the different types of workouts that you might be doing and what to kind of really pay attention to. And, you know, we talked about with small groups, like it should almost kind of be an up and down, you know, sort of thing the entire time, like during the exercise, your heart rate should be increasing and increasing and increasing. And then as soon as you finish, it's time to rest, let it come back down some, let it come back down and then start again, you know? And so if we're looking at my zone, you're probably going to be looking more at like kind of like color changing happening. Like you should see it kind of go up maybe to green, yellow, maybe red during the exercise. And then it should come back down and you should see yellow and then green. And then you go back up again and then it comes back down. Like there's really like a pattern to kind of watch for and look at, you know, to know if you're actually doing what you need to be doing. And then from there you can figure out, you know, the other aspects, the other variables, the intensity that you might be needing to do that you're not doing or the pace that you need to be do that, that you're not doing. Like then you can start figuring all that stuff out. But if you can't figure out how the actual structure of, you know, the heart rate should go, then you're, you're never really going to get the types of results that you truly want to get. You know, obviously it's one thing if we're doing a conditioning workout. Yeah. I want your heart rate up. You know, I want you to be kind of breathing a little bit heavy and so forth. You know, there, there's aspects to that, that, that that's what we want. But if we're trying to build some actual like full-fledged strength, you know, we, we want that rest. We want that recovery. We want you to kind of allow the anaerobic side of the body to kind of re refill itself and recharge for a little bit before you try to tap back into it yet again and so forth. So it's, it's definitely important to, to remember that. Yeah. And there's a place for all of it and you need all of it to yeah. be well-rounded, to be healthy, to be in shape. But the problem becomes is everybody takes, let's say there's four different ways to go about it where it's, it's, high intensity, short rest, or it's, it's lower intensity, longer, it's whatever it is, you know, the heart rates intervals where the heart rate goes up and down versus keeping a steady heart rate kind of in a fat burning zone for a long period of time. People take all these different ways where there is a place for all these different things and they kind of mash them all together so that you kind of just end up doing a half-assed version of everything where it's not going to actually be effective because you're not doing enough of that one thing to actually truly be doing that. 
where it's going to generate the, the outcome you think it is. So you kind of end up just being kind of half-assed doing all of it without really doing any of it type of thing. And, and it just limits the results you can get. So like, you're kind of, you're kind of trying to build strength and muscle, but then you're also kind of trying to burn fat, but then you're also kind of trying to do like some hit, like high intensity, high heart rate stuff, yeah. but you're doing it for too long and not resting long enough in between. So then it just becomes this weird mashup where it's, it's a little bit of everything, but also a lot of nothing. Yeah. You know, where you're, you're, you're just kind of getting sweaty and doing some stuff and again, better than nothing, better than nothing, but just yeah. like very inefficient, very inefficient. We want to be efficient. We want to be optimal. If we're going to come to the gym, we want to get the most bang for our buck and get the most out of it. So just keep that in mind. You know, it's, it's better to do something than nothing as we've talked about before, but you know, a lot of people just end up getting caught in that, that middle ground and uh, really just ends up being a whole lot of nothing, you know? Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. I think, you know, knowing what you're you're going for in the gym, knowing what you're trying to work towards, um, you know, hey, I'm working on building strength. Great. And like, that's the focus is we need to be focusing on building strength. So you need to follow a specific kind of cycle in terms of what you should be looking for your heart rate or, Hey, I'm trying to get my lung capacity up and get, you know, my conditioning better because I'm doing this like race or something like that. Okay, cool. Like let's put that as the focus and really go after it and, and try to make it, you know, what it is. You know, like we have to be very uh, cognizant of like what we are trying to do. Like, is there a place for everything? Yes. Can we do a lot of things semi simultaneously in, in to an extent, you know, like we can strength train three days a week and then work on conditioning another two days and make it work. Uh, but if you're trying to throw everything into one full day in one workout, it, it's not going to really, you're just getting sweaty. Yeah. I mean, and, and you're just, you know, you're getting results, but it's just not what it could be, you know, if we were, if we were doing it um, effectively. So again, you know, a lot of people end up doing too high of heart rate for too long. So then it's not really a good strength workout because you have to keep the weights lighter because of that. It's not really a good cardio workout because you're not really working on aerobic at all. You're, you're in this anaerobic thing, but then you're sustaining it for too long. So it's not even really good, like anaerobic threshold work yeah. either, because you're not able to produce quality output because you're, you're dying, you know, you're, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're hitting that wall and you're running on empty. So, um, I thought, you know, I think it's a really good, important to talk, important topic to talk about it in the, the rogue echo bike kind of helps facilitate that just because now that people have felt that clearly, yeah, like yeah, you yeah. can see a clear, like everybody can clearly see like, ah, I was doing great. And then, and then yeah, I wasn't, you yeah. know, like, and, and that was, um, I think that's an easy example for people to actually feel what it is we're talking about. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully they'll be able to take that and then utilize that in the small group workouts or the team training workouts or whatever, where it's okay. I'm, I'm not able to produce as much output because I'm, I'm, I'm cooking a little too hot right now. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And like, especially for like Leechburg and Cheswick and so forth, like think about the rower, think about the skier, think about the Jacob's ladder. It happens on all those too. See it all the time. Yeah. Ropes, slam balls. Ropes, I mean, you, you can, bed you can balls, do anything. Like, yeah. it, all of those types of things that are kind of 
you know, conditioning and explosive and, and fast paced and so forth. Like it, we, we got the same type of thing that the, the echo bike did in Katanning. Uh, it's it, the exact same scenario. So yeah, there, there are examples. So. Yeah, for sure. So be, you know, be smart. Again, the, the, the role of, of my zone isn't to get it as high as possible for as long as possible. It's to make sure what you're doing is, is efficient and effective and going to produce the results you're looking for. Uh, and that's what we're trying to do. So keep that in mind. Uh, good, good, good episode here, man. A little, little, this episode might sum up this show perfectly. Some good, just absolute bullshit. Just stuff. People will skip half, half people think it's hilarious. Half people yell at us. We waste too much time. And then just some hard hitting action packed, high level education for the masses. Can't get any better. Dude, you probably, you probably could. can. <laughs> probably can, but those people get paid money to do podcasts. So yeah. That's what you guys got. You know, it's free. <laughs> but that is it. That is episode 90. Almost there. Say. Almost to 100. To say. 10 weeks to a hunch. It's been a while since the bonus episode. Maybe we'll now that your house is getting a little settled in. Maybe we'll have to uh Jump in on one. Shit, we might be able to just record one at Top Golf tomorrow since it seems it, like uh, everybody's true. bailing on us. So, dude, how wild would that be? Just us sitting there with like, <laughs> I, I got all the podcasts. Just stuff put some mics car. on the table just and like, they're just like, <laughs> what, what's what going you, on? What are you guys doing? Ah, nothing. Just, you know. Dude, we'll set it up so the 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 computers on the the back side of the table that way in the backgrounds like you. Yeah, swinging. you can just see rockets. You can just see rockets going. <laughs> what a what a what a show that would be. Episode ninety. What a show this was, and what a show it will be at Top Golf tomorrow. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Or on YouTube, I guess you can do that as well if you're watching the video. Which, if you're not, you're missing out on on my man's fresh do here. So make sure you're checking out the video. Uh, see you next week. See you.